What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. It's your boy Rob here. On this episode, uh, for the first time in a, in a while, um, welcoming back uh, Brandon to the show. What's up, Brandon? <laughs> what is up? Feels great to be back, bro. Thanks for having me. For sure, man. No, it's great to have you back, man. Um, so on this episode, we're gonna we're gonna do an Atlanta Hawks uh, offseason recap. Before we get into that, uh, as always, I want to talk to you guys about goalie, the world's first apple cider vinegar gummies. Goalie gummies are a fun and easy way to incorporate apple cider vinegar into your daily routine. And now in 2021, Goalie has introduced their Ashwa gummies. And these Ashwa gummies are made for people looking to relax and get rid of some stress. Goalie has also introduced their superfruits gummies. And these superfruits gummies help form the collagen within your body. And the newest gummies that Goalie has introduced are the Super Greens gummies. These Super Greens gummies are made with 11 Super Greens plus essential vitamins, probiotics, and nutrients to help improve digestive health, healthy liver function, healthy immune system, and so much more. If you guys want to try out these delicious and healthy apple cider vinegar gummies, ashwa gummies, super fruits gummies, and super greens gummies, please make sure to head to goalie.com. That's goalie, G-O-L-I.com, and use promo code T-F-E-S for 25% off your order. Once again, that's goalie, G-O-L-I.com. And use promo code TFES for 25% off your order. All right, guys. So, like I said, we're going to be recapping what the Atlanta Hawks did this offseason. Before we get into our thoughts on other moves, I'm going to – I'm just going to name all the guys that they added and the guys they lost, and then we'll get into our thoughts. So, the Hawks added Johnny Hamilton, Timothy Luawu Cabaret, Gorgie Dieng, DeLon Wright, Jalen Johnson, Sharif Cooper, and recently they added Daquan Jeffries. And now to get into who they lost, so they traded away Chris Dunn, Bruno Fernando, they waived Jaleel Okafor, and they lost Tony Snell and Brandon Goodwin. So, uh, Brandon, if you want, you could start us off here, bro, with your, like, initial thoughts on what the Hawks did this offseason. Yeah, for sure. So, straight off rip, I feel super mid about their offseason. I feel like it's a C, C minus. Um, me and Robert were talking pre-show and basically we had the same the same uh, thoughts on it. And it was basically like they just came off an Eastern Conference finals appearance and like they didn't make any significant moves. And I feel I love their core. I feel like they have a great core. They're like 10, 11 guys deep. I feel like they're one of the deepest teams in the league. But there's so many teams in the Eastern Conference who are going to be back this year, like the Heat. The Bulls made so many moves. The Hornets are going to keep getting better. Even uh, Boston, I think, is going to be pretty decent again this year. They made some decent moves as well. Um, so I think standing pat is always a risky proposition. We saw how that played out with the Heat last year. We are really confident after making it to the finals. Um, but we decided to stand pat, and unfortunately, things didn't go our way. So I think that's always a little risky when you when – you, go that route but um i do like some of the guys that they added i think gorgie jang is a quality um backup uh, big man um he's i feel like he's always been a, a bit underrated um i think one of the reasons why is because minnesota gave him a huge contract a few years ago so it was always like oh like why did why is he getting paid so much but um in a minimum deal i think he's he's great value he can stretch the floor as a big man so i feel like that's a good pickup um delon right 
I think he's another quality backup um, point guard. He can really defend well. Um, he has great uh, playmaking uh, chops. And his shooting is starting to come around a little bit here and there. So I feel like that's a, a good addition to have um, in the backcourt because I feel like whenever Trey Young comes off the floor, Atlanta has had some uh, difficult moments trying to score the ball um, in recent seasons. Uh, so I feel like that's a, that could be a good uh, addition to their to their squad. And then the other one I want to touch on really quick is Timothy Luau Cabarro. He played with Brooklyn, I believe, last year, maybe the year before. And um, he, if there's one thing I know about him, he can shoot the heck out of the ball. So I feel like that's always great surround Trey and these guys with more shooters. And um, and he also played really well in the Olympics for France. So that, that could be a, a sneaky pickup for them. But um, yeah, overall, I think it's a, it's around a C. A C. That's a great what I would give them for this uh, offseason right now. Got you. No, yeah, I have to agree with you. Like like you said, we talked about it like pre-show. Um, they didn't do enough, um, especially for a team, like in my opinion, who are a couple wins away from getting to the finals. I feel especially like like how you said with the Heat last year, that was a great example. Even I think of Boston. I remember when I did these recaps um, last offseason, like Boston was like probably the main team where I was like, like super disappointed in what they did in the offseason because um, the position that the Hawks are in right now is what Boston was in um, last offseason. And look, like Boston was um, in the conference finals and then they go in the offseason. I remember they signed like, Tristan Thompson, Jeff Teague, and I was like, what are they trying to do here? Like, it didn't look like they were trying to uh, be aggressive and make that next move uh, to, to get even closer to, to a finals appearance. And I, I feel that with the Hawks right now, too. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel, and especially a young team. Like, I know I was really impressed by them last year, but I feel they, they're missing, like, a, another key piece that, that could take them to that next level. And like you said, like, other teams uh, continue to improve, like, not only this offseason, but every offseason. Like you said, the Heat uh, were expecting to be a lot better, made a lot of key um, additions to the team to hopefully take that next step to get us back to where we want to be. Like you said, the Hornets, the Bulls, teams like that, um, even Boston. Uh, yeah, so teams are always trying to improve. Um, and I just feel like the Hawks didn't do enough to get to that next level. And look, maybe they have another one of these runs again and they prove us all wrong, maybe – that experience that all these young guys gain could uh, make them even better players and and prepare them even more for the those big moments in the playoffs. But but yeah, and like you said, with Gorgie Dieng, like yeah, like he's always been like um, I feel he's a guy you could count on like in a backup five row. And you're right, like he's been in Minnesota. He got all that money. Minnesota never wins. You never see them on national TV. So it's like. Like, who's really going to talk about this guy? But, but yeah, that could be a guy that, that could really help them and could be a nice veteran presence as well in the locker room. Um, like you said, uh, Luau Cabaret, yeah, like, he can shoot the ball. Like you said, he was with Brooklyn. I remember when he came into the league with Philly, um, he could really shoot. Like, he's a good three-point shooter. Uh, DeLon Wright, like you said, um, I like him, but, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we talked about it before the show. Like, he, he keeps getting traded. So, it's like, like I like him, but I'm, I'm like, what? I don't know. I don't know if there's a reason why he keeps getting traded, but but hopefully he could help them out there. And hopefully he could produce a lot more than what Chris Dunn and Rajon Rondo did in their time there last year. They didn't really contribute um, as well as what uh, the Hawks thought they would contribute. And uh, and yeah, those are my thoughts too on those on those three like veteran guys there. And another thing I want to touch on is uh, Onyeka Kongu, who was their first round pick uh, last year. 
um, he has some promising moments, uh, even in the playoffs. I remember, and I'm hope I'm hoping that Dieng doesn't stunt the development of Kangu for the Hawks. I know that's kind of random. That's not a name you're you're gonna hear. That's not probably a guy that's gonna I don't know help them become a championship team, Kangu. But I think he's an important piece, and so what they're developing. And I hope the signing of Dieng doesn't um, yeah doesn't like impede the development of Kangu. But yeah, man. So what do you um, other thoughts on the on other moves like like the rookies they brought in or any other thoughts you have uh, uh, for the Hawks? Yeah, so I actually like the two rookies that they picked up. I feel like Jalen Johnson is a quality pick at 20th overalls where they took him. Um, they do compare him to TJ Warren and Steven Jackson. So he has a great ability to score the ball, put the ball in the basket. Um, his weaknesses um, do involve like shooting and his free throw percentages are a reflection of that. He shot like 60 something percent from the line. Um, but he can always come around. We've seen a lot of guys develop their shooting once they get into the league. And you have one of the best shooters in the league on your team. So hopefully Trey can help him out in that department. But I feel like that's a great pickup. I also think Sharif Cooper is a quality uh, pickup at 48th overall. Yeah. Um, and they it's funny because they compared him to Trey Young coming into the draft. He can really, uh, you know, has a great runner, a float game. He he can really play make and, and set up teammates. Um, but it's interesting that they doubled down on that type of player knowing they already have Trey on the roster um, and knowing Sharif Cooper is also a defensive liability as a as a point guard so it's interesting that to see that they went that route but I mean these are two great young guys they can develop and um, I did want to touch on something that you said or yeah I feel like Atlanta has a great young core I they didn't make a lot of moves this offseason but I feel like long term they are still set up for a great future and in some ways they kind of remind me of the Warriors right before they started going on their championship runs. Um, the, the, that first championship uh, season, that a lot of young guys like Clay and, and Steph were just starting to come into their primes. We saw the emergence of Draymond. Harrison Barnes was still young, but he was producing at a decent clip. And they, they brought in Andre Gudala to, to finally put them over the top. We saw the death lineup and how dangerous and effective that was. Um, and I feel like that's what the Hawks have here. I feel not to the same levels as those guys. I feel like Trey, um, Trey's obviously a superstar in this league. And I want to see some of these other guys step up and, and take the mantle, seeing as they haven't. Um, there's not a for sure second option on this team, at least not yet. But they have a lot of potential. I like Bogdanovich, Kevin Herter, um, DeAndre Hunter. All those guys have potential to step up. And I think it's a great supporting cast. If there's one strength on this team, it's their depth. Um, but like you said, I think having so many options on this team can also be a little risky because some guys, at least it could lead to conflict. Some guys aren't getting enough touches, this and that. But it feels like they're setting up a trade. That's the way I'm feeling. I feel like they have way too many like options. <laughs> and I feel like if there's one route they can take is definitely make a move for another superstar to add next to Trey Young. What do you think about that? No, yeah, I, I love that you bring that up because, yeah, like, I, I'm and I love the comparison. Well, my voice cracked it, but I love the comparison <laughs> between like the, <laughs> the Warriors and and the Hawks. But um, no, yeah. So my thing is like, look, it, it's cool. Like they have all these young guys and they could develop something. But I don't know. I guess I'm just used to like Pat Riley, and I'm used to like winning now, like every year. Mm -hmm. So if I was a Hawks fan, if I was a you know what I mean, a supporter of the Hawks, I would prefer the kind of 
yeah, try to see what we could get for a, a superstar out there, a guy that could, like you said, like a Iguodala, what he did for the Warriors, that he helped them get to that next level. Like, if the Hawks could do that, if they could, like, package up, like, let's say, Reddish, Hunter, whatever, like, some of these young guys for, like, a, a big-name guy or it doesn't even have to be an all-star, but, like, a guy that you know will make that impact. He has that experience. He's, a, like, a good veteran presence. Like, if I'm a Hawks fan, I prefer that route to go for uh, kind of, like, yeah, like a superstar or, like, a star player instead of just waiting because, look, like, you were so close already last season like, to getting to the final. So it's like, I don't think they're that far away. I, I literally think they're one big move away from like potentially even becoming the champions. Like you never know. And, and I say that with confidence, like if they do make a, a trade because specifically because of Trey Young, like what we saw from him in the playoffs, man, like this guy is built for the moment. Like he, bro, he, he could throw anything his way and I'm confident that he could get it done. Even even if he loses or whatever, like if you have him, you have a chance to win it all. Like that that's how much I was impressed by him, and that's how much confidence like I have in him. So so yeah, if I'm the Hawks man, I'm I'm trying to look for a big move to help us win a championship now. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I I love what you mentioned that it doesn't have to be a superstar or even an all star. And a perfect example of that is look at the Bucks who acquired Drew Holiday last off season. He hadn't been an all-star since 2011, 2012, I think, when he was on he was in Philly. Yeah. But we know what type of player Drew, Drew Holiday is. We know his quality, what he brings to the table. And look what he did for them last year. He he helped them bring home a chip. So yeah. that's the type of move that Atlanta can do. Maybe it's not a guy who's a perennial all-star, but just a guy who's a, a huge difference maker um, on both ends of the floor. Maybe goes beyond the, the box score and things like that. But um, there's definitely a lot of pieces on this team. And if there's anything that's set up to make a, a big move like this, I feel like it's definitely the Hawks. Um, I do want to add to something that you said earlier. Onyeka Okongu, I feel like he's a great young center in this league. And I was kind of confused when the Hawks traded for Clint Capella, um, just because I know like they're hyping the heck out of Okongu coming into <laughs> yeah. the draft, saying he's always oh, the next bam or whatever. And maybe he can be, you know, somewhat like that. But um, I think it's interesting that they added Capella. So. I'm just kind of confused as to where they're going with him, seeing as he's a young backup. Um, and then they added Gorgi Jang as well. So it'll be interesting to see that. And then I also think Cam Reddish is set up for a breakout season. It's going to be hard because they have a lot of options in Atlanta. But based off his talent and seeing some of his preseason play, he's looking really good this year. And I think those are two guys to watch out for. If they do get moved elsewhere, they can have really good seasons. So if there's two guys who who Atlanta can move and they might have a, a great impact wherever they go. I think it's those two guys, Reddish and Okongo. I feel like they're young, but they're, they're looking really good. No, I love that, man. No, yeah. And, no, and I'm with you with Reddish for sure, man. Cause like, we've seen like so many flashes, like when he's been like, when he's been able to play, obviously like for him and Deandre Hunter, it's been like health. Like they have, we haven't, how do I say Like that? We haven't seen a, how do I say it? Like they haven't played in enough games. But in terms of Reddish, I think he, like, from what I've seen, I think he's good enough. And, mm -hmm. and a point you brought up earlier, too, is, like, there's not, like, a, a, a let's say, like, obviously, Trey Young's the number one guy. But, like you said, there's not a really, like, number two guy on this team. There's just a bunch of guys, like Collins, Bogdanovich, Herder, like you said, Capella, whoever. But, yeah, yeah you never know. And if Reddish could stay healthy, um, he could even become that number two guy. And, and that would yeah. be ideal if – uh 
maybe it could help them become a better team or, or it could like literally uh, raise his trade value around the league and other teams that are looking to trade like veteran players or whatever might be like, all right, look, like we're not winning this year. Let's let go of this guy we have. Let's see what, what the Hawks, uh, if the Hawks are interested in. And we could bring in Reddish and maybe a Kong Wu or Hunter, one of those guys. But, but yeah, man, you have any other thoughts on the Hawks? Yeah, I mean, I, I basically just want to like finish with, with kind of that point. Um, it, it's just interesting that the Hawks have, I, I love, I really like their team. I think Trey's, Trey gets that engine going. I think Capella and Collins are a great front court. Capella is obviously a great rebounding and defensive big man. And he's a great pick and roll partner with Trey. So I think we've seen that and it's really effective. So I like what they have going on there. We saw Collins fit in really well once Capella came into the, the lineup last year. Um, and I think if he can keep growing, keep developing that jump shot, because if you're playing next to Capella, you have to be able to shoot the ball. Um, and I feel like he started to grow in that aspect last year. So it'll be interesting to see how he keeps going in that direction. I think the most interesting thing for me is just the amount of wingmen, wingmen that they have. Like we said, we've been saying this entire episode, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, Bogdanovich, Cam Reddish. Those are four quality players right there. And I don't know if there's enough playing time for all of them. So it's going to be interesting to see what they work out, um, whether it's a trade or who who jumps up above, above the rest from the from that group um, and see, like you said, who can become the second option or even third option um, on that squad. Because Capella and John Collins, I would consider the second and third best player, but they're not offensive initiators. They're they're great finishers. They can Collins can shoot the ball, but it all starts with Trey. And I feel like Trey at one point or another is going to get tired, especially come playoff time. If it if they keep riding him all season long, it's just not going to be enough. So I feel like one of these other guys, like the the Reddish or the Herder or Bogdanovich, have to step up to take that that some of the playmaking load off him and some of the scoring uh, load as well. So I just want to leave it at that. But overall, I like what they have going on there, and I think um, they're going to be pretty good for years to come. I like that. No, I'm glad you brought up that wing uh, wingman room and and earlier when you like when we were talking about the centers, like they do. Those are two like crowded areas on the team, and you're right. It's like it's not like everyone could play, so it's it's gonna be interesting. You're right to see who like, yeah, who comes on like comes out on top. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. So, but yeah, it was awesome, man, to have you on again for another episode. We're gonna be doing more of these uh, NBA offseason recaps, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Rate and review on Apple. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Rob Gao. That's R-O-B-C-A-O. You can follow Brandon at Big B underscore fame on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show on Instagram at the flame underscore ES and on Twitter at the flame underscore underscore ES. And once again, make sure to check out goalie.com. That's goalie, G-O-L-I.com. And use promo code TFES for 25% off your order. Um, but yeah, bro, thanks for coming on, bro. Uh, and it brings back like a lot of great memories. <laughs> for sure. Always, bro. Happy to be on. For sure, bro. So yeah, thank you guys again for listening. And until next time, everyone, take care. <laughs>